0: Today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones. Building in Faith
1: God has so made life, He has so designed our days and our world that we have to trust Him with every today and every tomorrow. It was meant for our benefit for our relationship to him so that we would grow in our relationship with God simply trust
0: the Lord reaching up high with arms open wide we see you're changing our God wants us to be active for Him. He wants us to take risks for Him. The Bible is clear that if we take these risks, we'll be blessed tenfold, and we'll be blessing others tenfold. Solomon tells us that we cannot be certain of anything except God's Word. As such, wisdom would lead us to the conclusion that there is no need to serve anyone or anything other than God. Dedicate your family, work, time, and energy to God, and you'll be investing in something which is certain to have rewards. Now, here's Pastor Ed with today's message, Living Wisely in Uncertain Times. Building
1: in faith. Standing on this platform, behind the podium, Pastor Damiani said to the congregation, I'd like to take up a special offering for Danny Vale." And we're going to give him money as he goes onto the mission field. Well, Danny Vale came and they took a special offering, and then he took a portion of that offering and he decided to buy Russian Bibles to give out to any Muslims that were converted that would want to read the Word of God. And there was one Russian young girl who had been saved in June of 1992, and she only had a New Testament, and she really wanted to study the Bible. And she got one of those Bibles. And she was so absorbed in the Word of God that her mother was upset with her. She said, watch TV, do this, do that. But she wanted to study the Word of God. And as she studied the Word of God, she had faith to pray for her mother who was filled with all sorts of sicknesses and ailments and her mother was healed. And then she started serving the Lord. And then she married Dan Vail. (laughs) So Nora, in five years from then, in 1997, stood here, thanked the congregation for giving money and for sacrificing. Now that person who gave that Sunday morning, and a portion of that money was used to buy a Bible that changed a life. I know that we give money to the Gideons. Some of those Bibles remain in hotel rooms and I don't think they're ever cracked open. But there are others that are opened and lives are changed by the reading of the Word of God. And so what he is saying is make an investment in the kingdom. Invest widely, diversely, broadly. And that's why as a church we have a goal, a vision, but we have a number of ministries that Grow out of that goal and vision. That's why as a people of God, we're to use wisdom even in our natural wealth. You know, invest. Take some risk. Don't be so afraid that you simply hide out in the hills of Pennsylvania. Now, the second thing that he tells us to do is to embrace the reality of the certainties and uncertainties of life. The first thing? We are to embrace the responsibility to diversify your blessings. The blessings that God has given you in the uncertainties of life. But then he goes on to tell us, embrace this reality. There are certainties and uncertainties in life. In chapter 37 of the Psalms, verse 5, it says, Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. In every area of our life, we have to be dependent upon God. Whether we feel certain about something or uncertain about something, we're doing it not out of self-trust, but out of trust in God who's made the laws of nature. We're to walk with a sense that our lives are in his hands, our times are in his hands, this world is in his hands, and we're going to simply trust God. Now, there are certainties in life. In verse 3, you see this. If the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves on the earth. So if you know the clouds are full of rain, they're going to rain. And then he goes on to say, and if a tree falls to the south or to the north, in the place where the tree falls, there it will lie. So a tree falls to the south. And then that tree thinks, boy, I really like the view on the north a little better. The tree doesn't get up and fall to the north. Whatever happens, happens. There are some things that just simply happen and they remain that way. They stay that way. That's the way it is. And so Solomon is telling us, understand that there are certain things that they happen, and that's the way it happens, and that's the way it is. There are certainties in life. The rain fills or the clouds are filled with water and they rain. And, and and recognize that, but even in that, you're going to trust the Lord. Um, you know, you can go to the top of the Empire State Building. And you could take a dime and drop it. It's not going to fall up into the sky, into the clouds. It's going to fall down to the earth. Now, that's a certainty. There's an uncertainty. Somebody may be walking down below the Empire State Building, and they may be harmed, hurt. By that dime. that's like a missile falling down from the top of the Empire State Building. There are certainties and there are uncertainties. And he he talks about the uncertainties of life in verse 4. There are uncertainties in life. He who observes the wind will not sow, and he who regards the clouds will not reap. We can be paralyzed by the uncertainties of life. And you just stop, and you simply don't do what you should. You become bound, hemmed in by fear. Well, I'm not going to go out anymore. I may be hit by a car. Well, I don't know if I'm going to trust more because the trust has been broken. Well, on and on and on, the list goes of the uncertainties of life. They're there. We live in a world that's fragile. We live in a world that's uncertain. Take a risk. So you've invested in this person's life, and maybe they turned against you. But it doesn't mean you stop investing in people's lives. You've gone the second mile at your job and nobody recognized it. It doesn't mean that you stop going the second mile when opportunities present themselves. Solomon is saying, life is filled with uncertainties. Don't get caught in a situation where you just don't do anything. We are fragile And we live in a fragile world. You could be certain tomorrow that the sun's going to rise. But you can't be certain that you'll rise. Now you'll be certain to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You can be certain to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ means you have eternal life. You can't be certain how the future will unfold because the scripture tells us no one knows what tomorrow will bring about. But because of that doesn't mean that you don't go to college and get a degree. Or you just decide that you're going to move up where you could control everything in the hills of Pennsylvania into a log cabin and have everything prepared for the next decade. No. 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 No matter what happens in the stock market, no matter what happens in the political arena, no matter what happens in your personal life, don't clam up. Take risk. Step out, believe, and trust God. In James 4, verses 4 to 15, it reads How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this and that. The uncertainties put you in a place where you have to trust God. God has so made life. He has so designed our days and our world that we have to trust Him with every today and every tomorrow. It was meant for our benefit, for our relationship to Him, so that we would grow in our relationship with God. Simply trust the Lord. Now, We know we have to embrace the reality of the certainties and uncertainties of life. This is the way life is. There are certainties if you drop something, the gravitational pull is going to pull it down. But then there are uncertainties we don't know what tomorrow might hold or the future might hold. But we're willing to take a risk. And we're willing to invest. And we're willing to step out. Here, in the last point, embrace life by creating opportunities in the uncertainties of life. Let me say that again because that's so important. It's so powerful. It literally is to be a guiding principle in your life. Embrace life by creating opportunities in the uncertainties of life. Jesus told his disciples, and he was going through times of persecution and trouble, we must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. There's going to come a time where you and I we all leave this present world and we can't work anymore. Our opportunities literally will be over. But notice the text real carefully. What does it say? We, we. Jesus is speaking to his disciples, to his followers. He's speaking to you and me. He includes us in the kingdom work. He's given us that commission. He's given us that baton to go out into the world to do the work that the Father gave him that he gave us. And so he says, we must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. So he's asking us To work. And here is a principle. You can't always understand what God is doing. You can't always understand what God is doing. In verse 5, and you do not know the way the spirit comes to the bones in the womb of a woman with a child. You don't know how that happens. It's so much mystery in that, that birth. When the sperm and the egg come together and a new life begins and the development of that life. So you do not know the work of God who makes everything. There are so many things that you will not be able to understand in life. He talks about the wind blowing. You don't understand maybe why it's blowing in that direction. Why it came. What direction it's going to go tomorrow. You don't understand. There's so many things. I want to take it into the spiritual realm. I want to take it into the church realm. I want to take it into our denomination. Years ago, one of the flagship colleges of our fellowship was Central Bible College. It was the college where the leaders of the Assemblies of God went to school at, where the professors and scholars taught at. Many of our Theology books, many of our statements of faith, uh, many of the uh, teachings of our movement uh, came from the professors and the leaders who went to Central Bible College in Springfield, Missouri, right by the Assemblies of God national headquarters. And it was a large college, a good college. And then there was a small college in Rhode Island, started by a woman by the name of Christine Gibson. It was called Zion Bible Institute. Uh, Pastor Ron, myself, Pastor John, uh, went to Zion College. Now, it was a faith college, a small college. Uh, No one would have thought in the 60s or the 70s or the 80s that in 2015, that college would be located now in Boston with a beautiful campus and doing well. And that CBC, the flagship college of our fellowship, would no longer be in existence. You don't know. You don't always understand what God is doing and why he's doing what he's doing and his work behind the scenes. But what you keep on doing is you keep on working, you keep on serving, you keep on giving, If you were to go back to the 1940s, on Market Street, the Baptist Church, now Change Point has that beautiful facility and they're doing a great job, but the Baptist Church was the large church in the community, and just down the road on Market Street was Faith Assembly of God right next to the library in a small little building. Who would have ever thought, back in the 40s or the 50s, that... Each church would take a different course. God does things in ways we can't fully understand. But we are faithful through the journey. And we keep on sowing, we keep on serving, we keep on trusting. And so as believers, we don't have to understand everything that God is doing. We don't have to understand all of his ways And then you can work without understanding what God is doing. In verse 6. In the morning, sow your seed. And in the evening, withhold not your hand. For you do not know which will prosper, this or that, where the both alike will be good. So in that special offering in July of 1992, who knew that Dan's future wife was going to... Come into a deeper relationship with God, and that offering was going to have a profound impact on her life. Who knew that they would come back to faith assembly and have two beautiful children and, and, and serve the Lord? You, you don't always know how things are going to work, but you keep on sowing, you keep on serving, you keep on doing things. You may be in a Sunday school class, you may be in a small group, you may be involved in a ministry of prayer, you may be doing something and you don't always see the visible result. But you have to go back to what it says in verse one. Cast your bread on the water. Oh, that doesn't make sense. It'll sink to the bottom of the Hudson. What it's saying is God has watched choose everything and he'll do amazing things with what we put in his hands, with what we step out in faith and believe. Cast your bread on the water. After many days, it's going to return. And, and, and he ends by saying again, for you do not know which will prosper, this or that, whether both alike. Think of Jesus telling the parable of the sower and the seed. They go out, some fall on The pathway, some on rocky ground, some on thorny ground. The sower's sowing, but some falls on good ground. So one-fourth of the seeds fall on good ground. Three falls, they don't last. And Jesus doesn't say, stop sowing your seed. So keep on praying for your family. Keep on witnessing to your neighbors. Keep on keeping on. It it, it tells us in Galatians 6, 9, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we'll reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. In Virginia, under uh, sort of a nice hedged area, a man by the name of Luke Short sat. And he was thinking thinking about his life, thinking about things. He was 103 years old. And it came back to his mind a sermon that he had heard by John Flavel, a well-known Puritan preacher, powerful writer and communicator who lived and preached in England. And John Short began to remember this sermon at 103 And there he gave his life to Christ, accepted Jesus Christ for the very first time as a Savior and was born again. Now he lived three more years. And they wrote this on his tombstone. This is what was written on the tombstone. Here lies a babe in grace, aged three years, who died according to nature, aged three. 106. You know the real amazing thing? Was this. He had heard that sermon 85 years earlier. That sermon came back to him 85 years later. You may have shared the gospel with someone. And you've even forgotten their name. But they haven't forgotten that time that you stopped and took time to share the gospel and you prayed and you've even forgotten now about that prayer. And God may bring it back to their mind years and decades later. They may be in a nursing home and maybe they're at that time ready to die and they remember what you've said. They may be in a critical care unit in a hospital. Unable to communicate. Unable to speak a word. But the Spirit of God brings it back visually to their mind. And they remember what you've told them about the Lord. You may be gone from this earth. And that son, that daughter that you've prayed for for years. And shared the gospel with. And told them about Jesus. Jesus in those last moments of their journey, will suddenly remember. You may have bought one of those Gideon Bibles for someone or donated, and one out of five or four, someone picks up and reads, and they're converted, and they become a preacher of the gospel, and they stand in front of a church preaching to hundreds of people whose lives are changed. What Solomon is saying, don't give up taking risk. Keep on, keeping on. Even when times seem uncertain, even when it seems like that's impossible. Bread floating, coming back? No, no, no. With God, all things are possible. Cast your bread upon the water, and after many days, it will come back. It will. It will. It will be worth it all.
0: The Word of God is always useful to study, and the book of Ecclesiastes is no different. This book shares the truth of God's presence that is always with us in this life and gives us encouragement in the midst of life's hardships. As you search for meaning among the mayhem, we pray you find it in God's plan for your life. Pastor Ed Jones will have more to share from this series on the next edition of Building in Faith, but you can find additional messages right now by visiting our radio website, buildinginfaithradio.com. Be sure to visit our church homepage as well by clicking on Back to Home Page. There, you'll be greeted by a daily scripture and some exciting events coming up for us here at Faith Assembly. We know how important finding a home church is to the Christian walk. And if you've not yet found that for your own life, why not join us? We'd be honored to meet you and share a time of worship and Bible study with you. We gather together each Sunday at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. and again on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Our location information and directions are on our website. That address again is buildinginfaithradio.com. As our time with you comes to a close today, we'd like to say thank you for joining us. We pray your day is blessed by God and that you continue to seek Him in your personal journey of faith. Pastor Ed will have more to share from the Word of God on the next edition of Building in Faith. Your word